if you just keep thinking of yourself as someone who is just unworthy of more wealth, then guess what? Even if the world talks about, you know, a certain stock to look into, you're probably not going to pursue that opportunity because you're going to think that everything's negative and everything is a scam. Everything is a lie. And you're going to think to yourself that who am I to be making money in the stock market? What do I know to be making money in the stock market? And you won't even want to pursue the opportunity to even investigate or even research. And I'm not saying that you should say yes to every single opportunity that comes in front of you. I'm not saying that you should invest in every single stock in the stock market or every single cryptocurrency. Definitely not. You definitely want to do research. But when you keep your blinders on and you keep thinking that you're unworthy of anything good in life, then that probably even prevents you from putting the time to research. Welcome to the Early Retirement Advantage Podcast, where you will get weekly doses of inspiration to pursue financial freedom while caring for your mental health. After being diagnosed with several mental illnesses during the pandemic and getting fired soon after that, I decided to turn that into an opportunity to pursue FIRE, financial independent and retire early. If you're ready to kickstart your financial freedom journey while taking care of your mental health, you've come to the right place. You will learn the mindset and strategies to retire early from anything that no longer serves you. I want to speak a little bit about feelings of unworthiness. I think a lot of us who have, you know, past trauma or past experiences that are traumatic can relate to feelings of unworthiness. And a lot of people might not think that it has anything to do with personal finance, because when we think about personal finance, it's all about the numbers, right? It's all about numbers in our bank account, uh, in our brokerage, and whatever like growth that we're looking at. But it's equally important to consider that you are the person who is making in your life, who's making money in your life. And so if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't take care of the main person who's making money in your life, then who would? The feelings of unworthiness can show up in many different ways. For example, do you find yourself, you know, always speaking negatively about yourself? Do you, do you find yourself always being your biggest critic and always criticizing yourself? And whenever you make like even the smallest mistake, let's say you break a mug and then the first thing that comes to mind is, what the frick? Why am I so useless? Why can't I even hold a mug? If that's something that you say to yourself, then you really want to examine did it stem from feelings of unworthiness? Or if you fail to do something that you want to do, if you fail to get, let's say, top sales at your company, do you tend to criticize yourself and think that, why the freak am I not top sales? Why can't I even do something as simple as this? Do you find yourself saying things like that or thinking things like that? And of course, do you find yourself looking at certain things, let's say a nice handbag or a nice car, and you say things like, oh, who am I to be to be buying that? Who am I to be owning that? Who am I to be holding that? Even if you have something beautiful in your closet, let's say a beautiful dress, and you say to yourself, I don't feel like I deserve to be wearing that dress. I don't think I deserve to wear nice things or dress up or feel beautiful. Do you find yourself saying that? And if your answer is yes to any of those, then you probably have some uh, feelings of unworthiness. And how does that relate to personal finance, you might ask? Well, because we are the main money makers in our world, and I'm assuming that you are too, then you really want to consider how the way you approach money, the way you think about money, the way you think about whether or not you're worth something will also impact the way you make decisions. There is a very interesting study done by a British professor, and it's about examining the difference between people who think of themselves as lucky and people who think of themselves as unlucky. It's a very simple experiment. They showed the participants this newspaper, and they asked the participants to count the number of photos in the newspaper. Very simple, right? And 
in the two separate groups, they found that the so-called lucky people or people who consider themselves as lucky, they count the photos within seconds. While the people who consider themselves as unlucky, they took minutes to count the photos. Why is that the case? It is because on the second page of the newspaper, they actually have a big message that says, stop counting the number of photos because I will tell you exactly how many photos are in this newspaper. And around 90% of the lucky people saw the message, so they stopped counting. So that's why the average is around a couple of seconds. Whereas the unlucky people, they kept counting because they just put their blinders on and you just don't see opportunities around them. When you have such a deep sense of unworthiness, if you keep thinking that, oh, I don't deserve nice things in life. I don't deserve more wealth in life. I don't deserve more income in life. Then guess what? You are going to also put your blinders on and ignore opportunities that can potentially get you out of that situation. I'm interrupting my own episode to invite you to my live masterclass on early retirement. It teaches you exactly how to plan your early retirement and retire from anything that no longer serves you. So I mentioned that it is free. To sign up, simply head over to the link in the show notes. We're all exposed to so much information in the world. It's impossible for us to take in everything and to pursue every single opportunity. So what we tend to do is to say yes to events and opportunities that align with what our underlying feelings are. If we feel really crappy about ourselves, then guess what? We probably would not say yes to anything that might potentially change that feeling. We will just keep saying yes to events that also make us feel crappy. It's like when you start your day off with a bad news, then you feel like the rest of your day is ruined because you're already in a bad state and you keep on attracting more and more bad things in your life because you just want to justify that. You just want to almost have the outside conditions reflect how you feel inside. So that is why feelings of unworthiness is so important in personal finance and your ability to have more wealth. It is because you're the one who's saying yes or no to the opportunities in your life. You're the one who's making decisions that increase or decrease your wealth. If you keep feeling like you're not worth better things in life, if you keep feeling like you are not worth a higher income or a higher salary, if you keep thinking that, then guess what? Your actions are going to reflect that. doesn't matter which income stream we're talking about. It can be about salary. If you keep thinking that I don't deserve a higher salary, then guess what? You're probably not going to do work that reflects that, you know, higher salary point. You're probably not going to tell your boss that you want a raise. You probably won't show up as that next level employee. And guess what? You probably won't get that raise. Same thing with even pursuing opportunities in the stock market. If you just keep thinking of yourself as someone who is just unworthy of more wealth, then guess what? Even if the world talks about, you know, a certain stock to look into, you're probably not going to pursue that opportunity because you're going to think that everything's negative and everything is a scam. Everything is a lie. And you're going to think to yourself that who am I to be making money in the stock market? What do I know to be making money in the stock market? And you won't even want to pursue the opportunity to even investigate or even research. And I'm not saying that you should say yes to every single opportunity that comes in front of you. I'm not saying that you should invest in every single stock in the stock market or every single cryptocurrency. Definitely not. You definitely want to do research. But when you keep your blinders on and you keep thinking that you're unworthy of anything good in life, then that probably even prevents you from putting the time to research. Furthermore, if you keep thinking yourself as someone who's unworthy of nice things in life, guess what? Even when you actually have money, you probably feel hella guilty using your money. You probably feel hella guilty wearing nice dresses or wearing pretty makeup or, you know, buying a nice car because you'd feel like you're unworthy of nice things. And I'm someone who used to suffer from that too. I used to be so 
depressed and I used to have such low self-esteem and think that I'm so unworthy of things that I used to live in my car. And yes, you heard that right. I used to live in my car. There is no apparent reason why I decided to live in my car. It's not like I had zero money in my bank and I had to be forced to live in my car. It's not that. But it's because I had such low self-esteem that I feel like I don't deserve anything nice in life. And so I decided to live in my car because I feel like I don't deserve to live in a decent apartment. So these things can happen. It doesn't even have to do with how much money is actually in your bank account, but it has to do with how do you feel about yourself? And keep in mind that life, if life is like 100%, right? Think about life as like 100%. Then 80% of that is how you feel about something. 20% of that is how, like what events actually happen to you. The same event that happens to two people can create totally different experiences for these two people. It doesn't have to do with the event itself, but it has to do with how you feel about the event. What is your perception of the event? You can experience the same thing as someone else. Person A might think of it in a certain way. Person B might think of it in a totally different way. For example, around a couple months ago, I was fired from my six-figure job. And let's say person A could be someone who thinks that, oh my gosh, I got fired from my six-figure job. I'm totally useless. I'm worthless. I shouldn't even be in this world because I can't even hold a job down. I can't even continue working at a job. They fired me. I must be so worthless. I must be such a bad employee. You know, person A could think that. Person B, which is, you know, the person I chose to be, I want to be person B. Person B might think that, okay, I got fired from my job. What does that mean? Does that really mean something about me? Does it have to mean something about me? Or are there other reasons? Or maybe this is a chance for me to pursue what I actually wanted to pursue all this time. I think about myself. I think about my past. I think about, you know, the years that I've been in corporate. And I really, truly ask myself, honestly, did I fully enjoy that experience? Is this the kind of life that I want to live for the next 40 years? Do I see myself being in my boss's situation? And my answer to these questions is like, no, I did not really fully enjoy my experience being in corporate. And I don't really want to take my boss's job. And it does not really align with what I really want to do in life. And oftentimes in corporate, I felt invisible. I felt like I have no impact to the world. I cannot create any difference. And that made me feel very small. That made me feel very invisible. That made me feel very disposable. And these are not the feelings that I want to have. So I looked at the event of getting fired in a different light. I didn't think of it as, oh, this is just something that's absolutely bad. And I can't find any silver lining or any good explanation. I did not think of it like that. I thought of it as, okay, well, I got fired, but what are some ways that I can look at it? How can I look at it in a different light? If this is a good thing, how can this be a good thing, right? No matter what happens to you, you can always choose to think of it in a different light. There were a lot of, you know, past trauma that happened in my life. And I can, you know, think of it in a victim mindset and think that, oh, these things happened to me. And so I am going to explain why I'm, you know, in a worse place in life because bad things happen to me and it's unfair. And, you know, the world is against me. I can think of it in that way. Or I can tell myself that, hey, these things happen to me, and that's why I'm the person I am today, and that's why it's easier for me to relate to other people's traumas. That's why it's easier for me to relate to other people who struggle with certain things in life, maybe uh, mental illnesses. That's why it's easier for me to reach out to those people or relate to those people or create content that these people resonate to. So I can turn something that is seemingly bad into something that actually 
helps me and helps others too. Same thing with me being fired. I can think of it as, oh my gosh, I'm just a bad employee. Like I'm just a worthless human being. I just shouldn't be living in this world. I can think of it like that. Or I can choose to think of it as, hey, this is a great opportunity for me to pursue what I've always been afraid to pursue. If I were not fired, to be honest, I wouldn't be sitting here making this live stream. I wouldn't have the guts. I wouldn't have the balls to do so because I would feel like, oh my gosh, what if my employer sees me? What if my coworkers see me? What would they think of me, right? Would they think of me differently? Would they gossip about me? Would they laugh at me? I would have these thoughts that basically mute me, that basically censor me. And I found myself to be, you know, self-censoring a lot when I was in corporate. And so without the experience of being fired, which, you know, seemingly on the surface sounds like a bad thing, now I realize that it's not a bad thing at all. And if not for that experience, like I'm actually grateful for the fact that I was fired. Without that experience, I wouldn't realize that there are more to life. There are more to life than just a corporate job. There are more to life than just the corporate path. There are many people who are not taking the traditional nine to five corporate path, and that's completely fine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be in corporate. No, if you want to be in corporate, be in corporate. If you don't want to be in corporate, it's okay to not do that. Encourage more people to think outside the box because I feel like it's easy to be in corporate. It's easy, you know, unpopular opinion, but it's easy to be in corporate because this is what society supports. Society respects those in corporate and society likes to see people with white collar jobs and, you know, working professionals working in corporate. Society likes that. So it's, you know, the easier way to go because you're not going against everyone's wish and everyone's will. But it's a lot harder to create your own path, to carve your own way and to like be your own boss, like such buzzwords. But it's actually hard because you're not doing something that's already planned out for you. It's very hard for you to see what does tomorrow look like? What does next year look like? What does the rest of your life look like? And of course, the logistics, the health insurance, the, you know, investment accounts, the retirement accounts, all of these are slightly more complicated. And so that's why I really want to shine more light on those who might want to take a different path. Not that there's anything wrong with being corporate, but also know that you have full permission to be yourself and you have full permission to feel like you're worthy of a different life. And because of this opportunity, it's truly an opportunity that I was fired and it pretty much forced me to consider my options, to look at different paths, to, you know, look back at my past and really be honest with myself. Is this what I really want to continue doing or do I want to do something different? It is truly an opportunity. You have full control over how you feel. You can learn ways to cope with your emotions and you can learn ways to heal from your past trauma. This is not easy. This is not overnight. But as long as you keep on working towards that goal of learning how to cope with your feelings, learning how to you know, change your perspective of looking at things, then no matter what happens to you, you'll always find a way out. I'm not going to go into too much detail into like what are my past traumas, but if you look at my past YouTube videos, you probably know that I have gone through a freaking lot in my life, but that doesn't prevent me from healing. That doesn't prevent me from feeling better from those situations. Do I still suffer from symptoms of PTSD? Yes. And I was diagnosed with PTSD and, you know, there are still things that trigger me, but after I get triggered, I then acknowledge that, hey, I, I'm triggered and I look into what things trigger me and why do they trigger me and how can I frame things in a different way so that these things don't trigger me anymore. Share this episode with anyone you think can benefit from it. Thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review or taking a screenshot of this episode, tagging me at charitung.co and sharing it on Instagram where I'm most active. I can't wait to connect with you. In the meantime, go out there and seek your freedom.